What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's Good. Hey guys and gals, this is Brianna here for another episode of What's Good Podcast. This is actually episode number six. Oh my goodness. Um, I have another special guest today. Her name is Latrice Love. I'm super excited for you to come out. I met her at a podcast event. What was that? November? November, yeah. Wow. And we are here together again. What's so funny is that we saw each other, what, this past Saturday? Yeah, at the farmer's market. Yeah, I was like, look at her. I was like, I know that voice. (laughs) Actually, I know that face with that voice. I'm going to see you next week. (laughs) She was like, yeah. So, Latrice, just introduce yourself. So thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, it seems like that was so long ago in November that we met. Um, but yeah, so I'm Latrice. I am the founder and chemist of Lip Love. It's a beauty brand that I just launched um, a little over eight months ago. So it's been a process in the yes. making for um, going on two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. Um Gosh, where do I even begin? I always have a hard time, like, <laughs> tell us about yourself, because I feel like there's a whole backstory. Um, I am just, like, a fashion and beauty nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, spent a little bit of time in corporate America. I'm still recovering from that. Right. I <laughs> <Currently>. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just really passionate about empowering women to just own who they are, um, own their beauty. Mm -hmm. Um, I really, really believe that all women are beautiful and we all have something to bring to the table. We all have light. Like we were created to shine and conquer. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to create this brand um, to just tell that story is really more than beauty, you know? Um, And it is a clean product. It's Mm -hmm. vegan. Um, Lip Love is... Like, I'm trying to create a new product category. So mm-hmm. um, it's not lipstick. It's not lip gloss. It's lip love. Because um, it's actually good for you and it benefits the lips. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about me, a little bit about the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely something that I feel is necessary right now. Because um, I've just been on this journey with clean products. And I guess that's where the story kind of started. Okay. Um, so basically... I was doing research um, for my corporate job, um, Mm -hmm. which I was there for almost five years. Mm -hmm. Um, I was leading our consumer division at the time, and so I was doing market research. Well, I ended up on a whole tangent, um, as I sometimes did, and um, started learning about ingredients in beauty products. And at the time, I was just like a makeup junkie, so I always had a face on, always had a lip on, Mm -hmm. Um, and I started learning about like lead and chemicals and carcinogens and all of these things and products, and I was just like, oh my goodness, Like I have to do something about this. Um, And so that kind of began the journey of me just doing research and consulting with people, Figuring out, like, how to actually create the formula. Right. Failing over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. got to pick ourselves back up. <laughs> yes. And, um, and yeah, so it's been um, it's been a journey, but I'm just incredibly grateful um, to have a platform to connect with women through beauty. And so yes. that's really what it's all about. All right. We're definitely going to get into it. <laughs> how I usually start my podcast is with a simple icebreaker, maybe one or two, maybe just one, but just something for us to, you know, calm our nerves down just a little bit. So the first one 
If they made a movie about your life, what would it be about and which actor would you want to play you? That is like, I feel like I have to think about that. <laughs> um, so the first part of the question was, what would it be like? What would, what would the movie like? be like? Mm-hmm. And what would it be about? Um, I mean, I think there will be a lot of like adversity and overcoming. Um, I think just a common thread in my life has mm-hmm. been overcoming and right. just like pushing through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so it definitely, I mean, a little bit about like my background, background, like childhood and all that. I mean, I pretty much grew up with like every stereotype mm-hmm. kind of against me in a lot of ways. Um, so single mom who was like a hustler working all these jobs, um, doing what she had to do to hold it down. Um, I have an older brother and my dad actually, um, was in jail, like pretty much for the first, like, gosh, I think he got out when I was like probably 12 or 13. Oh, wow. So I actually met him for the first time and he was in jail and, um, I was like four um, and I just cried the whole time. That's like all I really remember about it. So young, yeah. But um but yeah, so I mean and I don't I, I don't say that for people to be like, Oh my gosh, like, mm-hmm. you know. I just um I feel like that really made me mm-hmm. to be a certain way and right. there's a lot of stuff that even now Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and even now, like I mean, just being able to heal and like forgive and right. um just move forward in life. But mm-hmm. I really learned like hustling and working hard and just doing what I have to do. I really learned that from my mom. Um, And so, and I was always just like a nerd in school. Um, I didn't have a ton of friends. Like I I just, there was, I didn't really start to like kind of feel comfortable with myself and come into myself until Mm -hmm. I was a little bit older, like high school really. Uh Um, The end of middle school, like high school. So I just think the movie would really be like, you have this peculiar kid who's like reading all the time, like kind of like doesn't really fit in anywhere. Right. Um, and I was just always trying to make it out. Like I was just like, you know, I want to be somebody and mm-hmm. like I have all these dreams that seem bigger than me. Right. Um, so, you know, but I think ultimately it would be a good movie. <laughs> because it sounds like a great movie. I, mean, I just I just feel to like. see your different stages yeah. of what you're going through. And then, of course, at the end, you're going to see all the Amazing and success. Thank you. I received it's gonna be that. Great. Yes, <laughs> I definitely received that. that. <laughs> Amen. But yeah, so so yeah, and I don't know who would play me. That is really tough. That's really tough. There's so many great actresses. I know Kyla Pratt would probably play me because I love oh, me some yeah, Kyla. I see that. I see that. I like Kyla Pratt. I haven't seen I'm going on a whole thing. But yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen her in anything in a while. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I would really have to think. Of, can we circle back? I can. Okay. I can. Okay. I'll have to think. I'll have to <laughs> marinate on that. Okay. So next one is, what's the ideal dream job for you? You make your own rules. You make your own hours. What would be that dream job for you? I mean, I'm really like living my dream right now. Yeah. Like I, I've decided that like it's no longer outside of me. You know, mm-hmm. and for a long time, especially in corporate. Um, I worked at an agency that was very performance driven. Mm-hmm. And so everything was about like the next thing, like the next level, like mm-hmm. growing. And um, it was a great experience for me because I grew my career very quickly. And mm-hmm. like, you know, everything on paper was great. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just really I learned at that time, like I can't keep chasing something right. that's outside of me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and with being an entrepreneur, I think 
it's easy to be like, okay, well, when I make it to this point, I'm going to be successful. Or when I make it to this point, like, that's going to be my dream or I made it. Right. And I'm just like, you know, it's not easy today, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I feel like this is my dream manifested right now. <laughs> that is great. Well, I think that's a nice little transition to us talking about lip love. Let's dive in. So... I want to talk about Lip Love. How did you create the name? Gosh, I just prayed about it, really. <laughs> like, I just feel like the Lord gave me everything um, with this brand and with this business. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I, I'm at a loss for words because I really, I can't be like, oh, well, you know. Like, I was actually going to call it something totally different. What were the uh, names, the options? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You brought it up. So, I know, right? <laughs> So, um, so one of the names I was actually gonna call it Lux Lips, okay. And then I was like Lip Lux, um, Lip Silk. I couldn't get the Lip Silk. I think they had a um, an old. There was like an old um, trademark for that Lip gotcha. Silk. Um, but yeah, like I, I just like in my own strength, I was like, you know, I really want it to be something that's like it feels silky and mm-hmm. it feels like luxury, but it's accessible right. and it feels really soft. Um, but what it really boils down to, I think, with lip love is that at the root of like who I am, my faith, and like what I'm, I'm not there yet, y'all. <laughs> what I'm just striving to walk in is mm-hmm. just walking in love, you know, and um, just really embodying that spirit and not being, you know, swayed by circumstances or things that happen or go around. So I think with lip love, the love part is really, you know, a core, I feel like, tenet of my values. And then Lip love is just, you know, when I got it, I was like, yes, Lord, thank you. Yes. <laughs> so um, let's talk about the process of you creating the entire brand from naming your product, you know, choosing to do a lip product. Let's talk about all of that. Okay. Well, um, like I said, it was like a few years long mm-hmm. process. So um, I first just did a ton of research, like, what products are already out there? Mm-hmm. Um, what are they made of? If they're saying like they're vegan or cruelty free, like what does that look like? What is the ingre- what does the ingredient deck look like? Um, I mostly f- focused first on the actual what it's going to be made of because that was mm-hmm. really important. Um, and a lot of the research that I was seeing, so kind of like backstory on ingredients and in beauty products. So okay. currently, the FDA in the U.S. doesn't really regulate beauty and cosmetics so they're only i think there's now 18 banned 15 or 18 don't quote me it's one of those numbers Mm -hmm. um banned ingredients on the list and so basically those are ingredients that absolutely cannot go in a beauty or cosmetics or personal care product but anything else but anything else goes so there's only 18 so to give you context in europe there's like over a thousand i think like around 1500 or so that's a big banned ingredients yeah, so anything kind of goes in beauty. And um, I know, I know. I, I felt the same way. <laughs> I felt the when same you think way. About that. And so, um, and then when you kind of dive underneath that, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the chemicals and toxins, like parabens and all the olfates and things mm-hmm. you can't pronounce right. when you look <laughs> at the label, um, those, they have been linked a lot of times to either hormone disrupting types of things within our bodies as females or um, 
carcinogens, so like cancer-causing types of things. Oh, wow. And then underneath that, um, I started to really look into like women of color mm-hmm. and how we're diagnosed with a lot of chronic conditions at a much higher rate. And to me, you Do know, you think it's due to the products that we use. I mean, I feel like there is a link to it. Oh, um, wow. There isn't. There hasn't been a proven direct mm-hmm. link through research. Um, but I think there is a link to that because if you think about environmentally, especially, mm-hmm. you know, in an under, underserved community, which right. is how I grew up, um, you're not going to be able to really afford like a certain level or threshold, even if you think about just regular products that you use, whether it's body wash or soap mm-hmm. or whatever it is, you right. know, you're not going to, you're only going to buy it like a certain Threshold. So, right. like, I'm gonna go to Walmart, mm-hmm. get the cocoa butter that has all the extra stuff in it. Mm-hmm. You know, that like long list of ingredients, right? Or like Vaseline or whatever it is, lotion, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're you're mostly gonna get large kind of brands. Right. I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> you're gonna know. get I large. What you're yeah, there's those popular ones that just because it's popular, we're just gonna go ahead right. and go for it and or, get it. Or even too because my mom used this, or because like mm-hmm. this is kind of what I came up that's using. What that's what I'm used to. So right. that's what I'm gonna. So there were even, um, like, there's a, a popular makeup brand that a lot of women of color use that I actually grew up, like, my grandma mm-hmm. uses their little compact, like, my mom uses it, my aunt. So, right. like, I just grew up seeing it. And so I'm like, okay, like, that's what I'm going to get when I start wearing makeup. So um, so kind of back on my process, it was really ingredients and looking into, like, what are clean beauty brands made of? Mm-hmm. And then also, what are some of their counterparts that aren't clean? What are they made of? And kind of what are those differences? And understanding, too, all the different things that could go into right. the product. Mm-hmm. Um, and then trying to figure out, like, what is going to bring out the best performance? So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, it, there's not really a lot of ingredients in Lip Love. Um, but everything has like a very specific role and part in like what it, it does and how it um, just works together. Not anything to keep, extra, just throw in there. Right, okay. right. And then it's also it's oil based. There's no water, okay. and that's another thing is that a lot of brands they'll have like um, water as their first ingredient, which basically is you know ingredients are listed as. This is what's in there the most, and then mm-hmm. all the way down to the least. So the very first thing you see is what there's the most of. And they say water and aqua. Right. I see that right. All the time. So everything's watered down, yeah. basically. So you're not getting like the highest performance or the peak performance, even you know if it's an if it's a, a product that says, oh well, you know we're now made with organic olive oil, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and it's gonna make your skin soft, whatever. Um, you might see olive oil on there, but it's like at the very end. Wow. And that's. They can say it's made with org- or our organic olive oil because it it's is popular. in there, mm-hmm. but it's all the way at the end. So it's like a watered down thing. So oh, wow, I never thought about that. Yeah, there's a lot. I could go on and on about the ingredients part, but wow. that was really what I spent the most time on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I just like dove into head first. Um, and then I also have a connection with a chemist who like she is just so brilliant and just really advised me on different, what she could advise me on. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was really helpful. But I dove into the ingredients first, like the marketing and the branding and all of that. Um, I definitely prayed before everything, but I feel like the marketing and the branding kind of just came naturally for me, just given my background and all of that and school and all these different things. Um, 
So the most time was spent definitely on the ingredients and then actually developing the product. And then once the trial started for me actually developing the product, mm-hmm. that was like the longest process If you could like ever. put an estimate on it, how long was that? It took me over a year. So it's just not to, nothing easy. It's something you no. should have to sit down. Do your do trial. Do it. Fail. Yeah. All, <laughs> fail over fail. and over. That was the over and over and over again. Fail okay. again. That, at that stage, like, and there were so many times where I was like, I just, maybe this, maybe I don't need to do this, yeah. you know, because you just run into things that maybe you, research is one thing, but when you actually start executing, mm-hmm. things happen. So, like, I learned a lot about just the ingredients and how they interact with each other just mm-hmm. from the trials and actually doing it that the research couldn't tell me, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that's, there's a lot of information out there, but there's a lot that's not out there because mm-hmm. a lot of brands, you know, there's trade secrets and things like that. You're not right. going to be able to find out everything, you right. know? So um, a lot of it was just trial and error mm-hmm. and figuring out what worked and what didn't work. And then even like I've modified the formula, you know, even after launch, just from learning, like right. while actually doing it. And so that was pretty much the process. I mean, everything is always iterating though. Like being an entrepreneur is mm-hmm. never like, okay, I launched, whoop, that's right. it. You, like, keep it you know, you have to like keep going, you have mm-hmm. to keep improving, keep evolving. So that's my goal, you know, with the product development side is just always something that I'm focused on. Yes. Um, and sometimes other things kind of, like, my social media lately has been kind of, like, <laughs> on the side. It does seem like, like it. I looked at it the other day, like, and I'm like, so chic, so cute. Thank you. But I just, when I get in the zone with product development, I'm just like, okay, like, I just, this is just what I'm doing, you mm-hmm. know? But, um, but yeah, that's, does that, did that kind of answer your question? It I does. feel like it was. No. So, my part B to that question, no, you really did. That was something I wanted to know. Um. Is it some like a strategy that you chose for lip gloss, lipstick, lip love, or it was um, just this is what I know is needed? It a little bit of both. I mean, I at the time when I found out about all the toxins and all of that, I actually wore lipstick every day. Like I had, I was like that person that had like mm-hmm. all these lipsticks. You're like, why do you need all? <laughs> <this?"> <laughs> you cannot wear those all at the same time. Right. But I just had so much lipstick, and then I thought about, well, okay. First of all, I'm eating this all day long because mm-hmm. you put lipstick on and then you're like licking your lips, you're drinking your coffee or your water or your smoothie or whatever it is. You're mm-hmm. eating food, you go to lunch, then you put it back on and right. then you're talking to people. So it's being ingested. Um, not only is it like entering your bloodstream by just being on your skin, but mm-hmm. it's now being ingested. And so when you think about that and, and having products that have whatever chemicals or whatever that's a deep thought that's like mm-hmm. over time as women like we that's start scary. wearing lipstick or products lip products like as teenagers mm-hmm. right and think about over a lifetime and so that was really my uh, motivation for starting mm-hmm. with lip products i definitely want to expand into just mm-hmm. like full-scale beauty eventually mm-hmm. We just going to keep praying on it and yes. just let that sit. But, um, but yeah, so I, I think with lip products, it was just really like, gosh, we're eating this all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, actually, when I didn't have the lip glow formula, I was just working on it, I was still wearing lipstick. Uh-huh. And as soon as I created a formula that I was like, okay, this I can actually take to market, I, like, threw all my lipstick away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, this turning you point. Did? Yeah, I did. I don't. Like, I I'm only wear lip gloss. My stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even before it launched and all of that. Yeah, I. I just. I was like, okay. That's good. Yeah. Though. So I know in the beginning of your intro, you mentioned chemist. So did you go to school for a little bit and learn, or I everything that I know about it is self-taught. Yes. Everything that I know. Mm-hmm. Um. So my background. Gosh, my schooling has also been all over the place. See, this is why we <laughs> talked about the movie having adversity. You had to overcome. Mm-hmm. You had to keep going. Um, so I spent the first part of my education just in traditional universities. So um, first I went to Kansas State, and then I went to the University of Houston. Okay. Then I was like, I, it's crazy, too, in retrospect. Like, I, this literally just hit me. So the whole reason um, at U of H I was studying communications and media studies and I was like, you know, I really want to be in corporate. Right. But I had come pretty much to, like, the end of my, I mean, I probably had, like, 12 hours left at the time. And mm-hmm. I had started to kind of think, like, man, I don't really think I want to work in corporate America. Right. Like, I feel like I'm creative and, like, I want to, like, go to art school. And, like, mm-hmm. there are all these other things. And I had, at at the time that I was at U of H, I had started interning and working with, like, different fashion brands, Mm -hmm. um, different beauty brands. I worked for my first vegan beauty brand um, during that time. And then I also worked for this jewelry company, like right alongside the entrepreneurs. So I started to kind of get some exposure to entrepreneurship all around that time. And I was like, man, like, do I really want to work corporate? Because I'm like learning all these other things. Right. Um, Well, and this is kind of a part of the adversity part kicking in. I was actually assaulted. Um, sexually assaulted whenever I was at U of H. I'm sorry. And so um, I ended up leaving, Mm -hmm. and I moved back home, and I was like, you know, I just really need to figure it out. But it was a good, like, pause for me. I mean, at the time, it definitely didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. But and it just wasn't an experience that I thought that could happen to me, you know. But um, I was like, I really just need to take a pause. And my mom Mm -hmm. was super supportive. She's like, First, really, she didn't know, honestly. I'm not even going to. So, like, a whole summer went by. She's like, are you going back to school? I'm like, no, not there. And she not knowing. And she she was like, okay, you know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, I ended up in art school. um, And I went to Wade College here based in Dallas Mm -hmm. and um, ended up, once I actually started going there, I actually started my first business, which was doing, like, marketing consulting. And so um, all of that to say, Mm -hmm. um, all of those experiences, I feel like, kind of shaped me into becoming, like, a person that has, and in my corporate career also, like, one side very, like, analytical and, like, just interested in business Mm -hmm. um, and interested in being innovator in business, and the other side very, like, creative and, you know, arts and graphic design and, like, things that, you know, just it was just a, a combination that ended up working. Right. Um, and so, but as far as the product development goes, everything that I know, I taught myself. Mm-hmm. I just studied. I did a ton of research. Um, and then I did have, a, like, an actual chemist mm-hmm. um, who helped me with things that she could, certain things, like, she's worked for 
different organizations and she's had exposure to certain brands where she mm-hmm. can't expose certain information. Did you search um, for her or it was just I a... actually no, I actually knew her mm-hmm. um already, which is crazy because I feel like my life was just being orchestrated to the point to where everything was really working together. Right. Um and I think that's kind of the movie theme, I think. Everything was I got there. you. <laughs> so I keep going back to that cuz I'm still thinking about it. Um but um but yeah, I actually had already knew her and mm-hmm. I mean, I knew the whole time I knew her, like I knew that she had this understanding about chemistry and stuff. So it just really started out like me asking her certain questions or where do I find, Mm -hmm. you know, certain information. Um, And then she ultimately encouraged me like, hey, like you should start this brand. Like kind of here's all these kind of industry trade things that you need to know and Mm -hmm. read and study and all of that. That's so nice of her to give you that. Yeah, she's really like a mentor to me and she's just so brilliant like she's just goals on like every level I feel like um but yeah so that was so were y'all in a consistent relationship already yeah yeah I actually so it wasn't nothing like oh let me reach out to her out of the blue because I know this because I know that she knows this no no I actually um knew her through my corporate career Got it. so um and we worked I mean we were like we worked alongside each other. Mm-hmm. So we were already really close from that relationship. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of expanded yeah. from there. Um, and even still to this day, like, she's somebody that I call on. And I'm still like, okay, like, I'm doing this. Even just for business, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. She's like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. So I yeah, like just it. Just a good resource overall. Okay, okay. And so I wanted to ask you, when you were creating your formula, was there certain things, okay, I know this is going to be good for that. I know this is going to be good. Or were, it was like a legit, let's just try these ingredients to see how they involve, like, um, see how they work together. So interestingly enough, I actually, I thought, when I first started, I thought that there were other ingredients that I wanted mm-hmm. in the product. Most of them are not in the product today. <laughs> so, um, and it, I guess it kind of came from like, you know, I think, you sort of alluded to this earlier where Mm -hmm. you might see a product and you reckon like, oh yeah. And they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, it has these benefits. Like, you know, shea butter, like it has these benefits, you know? And you're like, okay, shea butter. Yeah. And you're like, maybe I should try that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So yeah, lip love actually first I was trying shea butter and I was like, this is not the consistency that I want. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so I had kind of like these preconceived notions of Mm -hmm. like, this is what I want in there. But most of it was really like, okay, well, I'm back to the drawing board again, because that's not what, what I knew that it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not that I really knew what I was looking for. I just knew that I would know, I knew that I would know when I got there. Like, got I'll know it when I see it. Got like, it. when I feel it on my skin, I'll know that that's it. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is not it, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there was that process. And then a lot of the ingredients that are, are in Lip Love, I didn't really know anything about them really? so it prior was, you to... you were still learning as you were doing everything. Yeah, definitely. Definitely learning as I was doing everything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I had never used strawberry seed oil that's in Lip Love. I'm like... I've never heard of that. Right. I'm going to look that up. See? <laughs> <laughs> the benefits of strawberry oil seed. That's what yeah, it's called? strawberry seed oil. I said it backwards. Look at me. And, <laughs> I, and I, there's things like that where I'm like, okay, like I've never used this before. Yeah. Um, But Let's that was pretty, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty much the process. And some of it really came from failing. Like a lot of my, I think, iterations of the product came mm-hmm. from being like, okay, this didn't work. That didn't work. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that didn't work. You know, 
Um, so get, but then once I had like a base kind of formula that I was moving forward with, mm-hmm. then it was just kind of refining it from there. But it's a lot of trial and error. I keep saying that because <laughs> I just want people to know that this is not a, like, I woke up like this type right. of thing. Like it's very much like. So when you found that right formula, like when you mentioned, when you put it on your hand, it was like, oh, this is what I've been looking for. Did you get a group of maybe family and friends? It was like, hey, ladies, y'all try this. Let me know your thoughts. How did you go by listening to what other people may have thought about That it? is a really good question. So, yes. Um, well, yes and no. Because I first started out with myself. I was uh-huh. like, this has to be something that, like, I really want people to try, you uh-huh. know. And, and it was there was a while before I was even comfortable, like, sharing it because – the formula, I, in my opinion, I feel like it's always improving. Okay. So people even who have shopped with Lip Love since the beginning, who, you know, we launched last summer, like, ordered something, mm-hmm. and then they ordered something today, like, there, there's going to be a noticeable difference because I feel like the formula is much better, you right. know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it did really start out with, like, that inner circle mm-hmm. group of people that I knew would give me good feedback um, and weren't just going to say, like, oh, yeah, this is great, like... Right. Just I don't need a yes man. Right. Like mm-hmm. I need you to tell me, you know, kind of what's really going on with it. Mm-hmm. Um and then also, I mean, I was still improving. So we had our very first photo shoot for Lip Love in April and we launched in June. At that April photo shoot, like I, most of those <laughs> some of those colors like didn't even make it to launch. Like <laughs> the formula was total like it wasn't totally different. It was just a different consistency. Like mm-hmm. I, I just learned how to kind of refine it a little bit more. Um but I even had I mean I, I always use real women in all the photo shoots. So like you it. know, those were all ladies that like I knew and I was like, hey, because one of the girls were from the launch pad. Yeah, Allison. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She um I love Allison. Everybody like shout out to Allison. <laughs> Follow her, Chasing Fearless, mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. But she, um, I love her. She actually was in my very first photo shoot. And I've known her since middle school, actually. Wow. So Playground days. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's been over a decade, which is, like, crazy to even, almost too crazy to even think That's about. That's good for y'all to see, like, where each other started and where y'all are today, as yeah. far as, you know, from children to adults. Yeah, That's definitely, definitely. But, yeah, just getting a lot of feedback and then always being open to even, like, when customers, you know, shop the product in that very first season or, you know, just in the earlier days, like, getting feedback even from them. Like, mm-hmm. there were times where it just, I was like, wow, like, I didn't know that that would happen. Um, I actually learned about... Um, just controlling the temperature of the product from mm-hmm. um, a customer who was like, yeah, my lip love basically, like, I left it in my car, like, it was hot, and, like, ah. it just, like, it didn't make it, but you know? Was good feedback, though. Yeah, and so I had to really figure out, like, well, how to stabilize the product, for one, mm-hmm. and then for two, you know, there are certain things about it, you know, it doesn't have all these, like, preservatives in it that are going to keep it from like keep it for two years mm-hmm. or you know like a traditional lipstick you can usually hold on to that for like a couple of years where this like you know it doesn't have a long shelf life like I had mm-hmm. to learn about all of these things just from is it because after. it's more natural yeah it's because it, yeah sense. because it's natural and I also so my preservative that I use is vitamin e oil um so it acts as like a binder of everything mm-hmm. Um, but it's not going to preserve the pro- the integrity of the product for a year, you know, mm-hmm. like it's really going to be around that six to nine months. Okay. Um, 
So just things like that. I mean, getting feedback in real time, like prior to launch was good, but getting feedback in real time was even better Mm -hmm. for me just because um, it's when something is new and exciting and like you're like, oh, I'm about to launch. People are like, oh, yeah, you know, and it's great and like everything's good. (laughs) Then it's just like, that's great, you know, Mm -hmm. but there are just some things that after you actually start it and after you actually do it, Mm -hmm. then you're like, oh, that's how I can improve that. Or, oh, like that's helpful to know, you know, so. It was a little bit of both. Okay. So um, speaking of, you know, the group, you said you're close-knit. What type of team do you keep around? If it either your partner, I know we already mentioned your chemist. Oh, my goodness. So it's so crazy that you asked me. So I was (laughs) listening on the way actually here to – um, Transformation Church, their um, podcast, mm-hmm. and I can't that's think Michael of... Todd? Yeah, that's yes. Michael Todd's church. So Michael. he wasn't actually teaching... Um, I can't think of the guy that was filling in for him, but he was talking about basically how, like, everybody's not your friend. Mm-hmm. And we live in a society where, you know, that word friend is, like, used so Loose. loosely, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I mean, and it started really with social media and Facebook. And, oh, you got 5,000 friends or whatever. And it's just like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a difference. And he talks about, like, you know, you have, you know, fans, people that just, like, only want to tell you the good. You have, like, your followers. They might be there for a season and, Mm -hmm. like, good for you to grow, but they're not just your friend, you know. And we are in those categories for other people, and that's okay. Um, But for me, like, it's really... I'm especially now at a point where it's just really all about having women of faith that are going to, like, speak life Mm -hmm. and not just be, like, either negative or not just, you know, what they can get but not really giving anything Mm -hmm. in the the relationship. Um, And then ultimately, like, just people that keep it real. Like, that's one thing. I mean, Allison, she's somebody that, you know, I don't use the word friend loosely. Like, that is my (laughs) friend. And um, as I think about even our relationship, like, I think the thing about it is we can be so real with each other, Mm -hmm. but regardless of what's going on, if we're having a bad day or whatever the case may be, like, we're going to help each, we're not going to leave you there, like, on the ground. Like, I'm not about to leave you there. If you're feeling a certain kind of way, Mm -hmm. okay, let's talk through it, let's vent, whatever it is, but I'm not going to leave you in that Mm -hmm. place, you know. And similarly, like, if I have something going on or you have something going on like let's cheer each other on let's encourage each other and you know support yeah Mm -hmm. and support one another and not necessarily in a way of like oh everything you do is so amazing girl you're so good Mm -hmm. because sometimes we need to get told like listen you need to like sometimes we need to be simmered down yes yes (laughs) like take a seat but But, (laughs) yes so you know just people that speak the truth in love Mm -hmm. um but I, my best friend is my fiance, and like he is like my support, That's and like my like I don't know what I would do without him really. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just always directs me closer to the Lord, and that's what I love about him. Like he never magnifies himself to be like you know listen to me or this and that. It's just always back to the truth, and like you know this is what's that's <laughs> like that's the foundation we need to stand on. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I, I definitely like people that are just, you know, rooted in faith and, you know, speaking life. And I yes. think it, especially as women, it's hard sometimes and, um, kind of underneath lip love is just like encouraging us as women to like really own who we are, Confidence. um, and be confident mm-hmm. and be okay with like even your imperfections and your flaws yeah. because, 
I think it's so easy sometimes as women to just be either extremely like emotional and then mm-hmm. we're swayed and moved by our emotions yes. and it's not always a good thing um, or being so catty or mm-hmm. being so, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. Um, and none of us are perfect, but I think it's just a matter of having a circle that you guys can be real with each other yeah. and just love on each other, speak the truth and not feel like you have to wear the mask because I mean, the world, there's just so much going on in the world, and there's just so, like, it's, too much. it's just, it, there's a lot going on, and, and to be able to have, even if it's a small, like, I will tell you, I do not have a lot of friends, and I don't <laughs> use, I'm okay with that, you right. know, because it's just, um, there's too much going on for me to feel like, oh, well, I just need to fit in or be like, because it's really it's too not. much. I feel like you have to be appreciative for the things that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things, especially my age group people want 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 now 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 it's not all about that sometimes you have to sit in the position that you're in and figure out why you're in that position and appreciate it Mm -hmm. because you never know this could be a learning lesson while you're in that situation and so like for me I've had this conversation before on the podcast it was a lot of us in high school that were friends now it's about four of us we call each other the fantastic four and we keep it real. Like today I had a conversation with my best friend. She was like, Brianna, I'm thinking about this. I'm doing this. I'm like, okay, let's go back. Are you done with what you was going to do last mm-hmm. week? <laughs> That's real. And we just got to talk about things like that. That's why I like to ask people, you know, what type of people do you want on your team? Yeah. That's real. I feel like that's neat, especially with you being an entrepreneur, because you don't want a yes man all the time. Like it's okay yeah. for you to get those kudos and congrats. But you also need those people that's going to tell you so you can learn from different mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So that's good. And even, too, like you mentioned, just that challenge. Like mm-hmm. being in a situation where somebody challenges you doesn't necessarily mean that they're not for you. Right. Because people people that accept everything you do and like, oh, yeah, it's great. Like mm-hmm. maybe you need to <laughs> that, that might not be good, you know. Mm-hmm. So I and think. going to be like, oh, you don't want to tell me. I'm like, girl, <laughs> like, uh, I just didn't want to hurt your feelings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> And so, yeah, I'm, I, I, I really like what you said about just like, okay, girl, like somebody, people that are going to hold you accountable, right. you know, to what it is that you said you're going to do. And then mm-hmm. even what you spoke on earlier about everything can be preparing you or kind of molding you into who you need to be for that next level. Right. Um, and that's something like instant gratification, I think, just mm-hmm. in america like we're just so accustomed to like it's a microwave society like i want to put my career in a microwave like oh i want to be a boss it's so cool to be an entrepreneur now Mm -hmm. like people are like oh yeah like it's the hustle and entrepreneur and every it's like this but it's not pretty like it doesn't look (laughs) it doesn't look like the quote graphics on instagram like it doesn't all that glitter and glam that you see it doesn't it's a little bit more deeper that's why i asked you about your process because, like you mentioned, everybody wants that instant gratification. And you mentioned the process for the formula itself was a year. And that was way before the launch and, you know, you're doing your photo shoots and things of that nature. It's a step-by-step process. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm thankful that you're sharing your story because this is really nice. Um, as far as the business portion, what type of titles do you keep? when it comes as far as your team, like social media, or marketing? So currently I do everything. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Multiple hats. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even saying that. Like, oh yes, no I'm this. I I don't. I do everything right now. So um, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and my fiance he helps out with just whatever I need him to. Um, and he's more operational minded, which mm-hmm. is really good for me because I can tend to be very like. Sometimes, I, especially when I'm in a creative development, kind of like I'm working on a new collection or something, I, I like go all the way creative, you right. know? And he's like, inventory management. And I'm like, Psh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, but he helps out like, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course. Unofficially, but officially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, team. yeah. Everything else. I mean, I all of the marketing, the social media stuff, um, reaching out to brands, like partnering, like, Trying to secure partnerships, like wholesale, yeah, everything. It's it's not the my end goal, mm-hmm. but um, I'm just a firm believer in like I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned about being an entrepreneur, especially lately, is that you can never be too proud to do like the least job, mm-hmm. and um, it's easy to want like the glamorous types of things, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, like you know. I want to just make all the money and, like, get all the orders and then just, like, you know, maybe I'll do the fun stuff. But, you know, I've learned that, like, you just got to be ready and willing. As an entrepreneur, if you're saying, like, hey, I have this vision, I want to carry it forward, you have to be willing to do everything, Mm -hmm. like, at any point. Because even when it grows to a point where you have a huge team, like someone might not show up or something yeah, might happen. Like you have to always know how to do every job. Mm-hmm. That's not to say like you run yourself ragged and like whatever, but mm-hmm. it's just not, it's being like humble enough and in a position to be like, you know what? Like I don't, I need to just figure this out. Like I need to figure out how to do all of these things because then how can I delegate if I yeah. haven't really fully dove into that? Um, and I did have interns last year and I learned from that experience that, you know, mm-hmm. it's not time yet. It's not time for me to bring people into this mm-hmm. because we're just not there yet. Like, mm-hmm. I I have to still, from a process standpoint, from an operation standpoint, like, I have to get put more structure in place. You know, you don't want to onboard people into a situation. And it's just chaos. And they're like, what am I supposed to be doing today? Right. You know, so, um, so yeah. And I had to admit that to myself. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? Just slow down. It's going to be fine. But, you know, you might not want to be on Instagram, but that's what you need to do today. You right. know, so, um, so, yeah. But I think it's just really, really important. Like, I can't stress that enough for entrepreneurs. Like, you have to – everybody wants to be a boss. But being a boss, quote, unquote, means, like – you got to be the janitor sometimes. Yeah, like some effort. Like, when I'm creating all these products and then, like, the lab is a total mess, like, mm-hmm. I got to clean that up. That makes sense. Like, you know? So what's your day-to-day? I mean, that's that sounds like a long day. But, yeah, yeah let's start when you wake <laughs> up because I'm interested. Because you wear so many hats. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's different every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get enough sleep. I know that I don't. It's gotten a lot better now. Um, like recently, but there were times, especially prior to launching and then like anytime I'm in a product development kind of stage, I don't really sleep a lot. Like I might, some nights I'm up and I'm just up and then I'm like, oh, it's 7 a.m. Well, I guess I'm going to stay up, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but the day-to-day is different. So for example, like today, 
I was just working on, and it was not cute. Like, I, <laughs> it, was, not it cute. wasn't a cute day. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was working on fulfilling orders, and um, I had a wholesale order that came up that I had to turn around really quickly, so I was working on that. Um, and then I just had, like, some follow-up to do. So I was literally, like, doing product development, but then I'm like, okay, like, why don't you draft this email real quick? Because mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get as much done as I could within the time. Do you have a to-do list every day, or um, you just... Whenever Most of the time, I have a focus. Like, mm-hmm. for the week, I have certain things that I really want to get done. Um, but I do give myself grace within my schedule. So, for example, if I've been just, like, found myself just working and not really sleeping a lot, then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to set an alarm, and I'm just going to sleep tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and when I wake up, that's when I wake up. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, whatever I do that get done that day, then that's what I'm going to do, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, so I do give myself that grace and that breathing room, but it's different every day. You know, sometimes I'm on, like, a grind where I'm like, you know, I really – so right now I'm trying to grow my wholesale part of the business mm-hmm. and just been really, really blessed to be able to have – Brands that are like, yeah, we want to partner with you. So, um, yeah, it is mm-hmm. exciting. So I've been on a grind with that and just, you know, reaching out to certain people um, and just figuring out figuring out what those pitches look like. Even PR, like, do that. <laughs> so, you know, doing a ton of research and figuring out who are the editors and mm-hmm. who are the key players and what have they written about and um, what can I pitch to them. So it's, yes. it's different all the time. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I try to just have a focus for the week. Now, it doesn't always go the way I plan. Mm-hmm. Or some weeks I'm like, man, I really was not productive, you know. Right. But for the most part, I just try not to be super hard on myself. Because in corporate, mm-hmm. I was very, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I lost myself for a little bit, quite mm-hmm. honestly. Um, because I was just very, like, performance-driven. I was always go, go, go. Um and even in my relationship, like, I'm like, I can't be out here neglecting my man. Like, yeah. you know, there's just a lot that um, just from a priority standpoint, I'm in a different mind space. And so I do give myself that grace, but I'm also like, OK, I have goals that I'm trying to meet. And so just chunk it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you talked about your team. Like, I really have people, very, very small group of women that right. are, hold me accountable. We hold each other accountable. That's and good. it's just really about like, okay, girl, well, you said you're going to do this. <laughs> so it? where is that? <laughs> what you working on this week? Right. You know, and then it's kind of like, okay, like, let me get moving. So mm-hmm. I, that was probably very vague. But <laughs> no, I got it. It's okay. So um, I want to ask you, because, you know, we've been talking about the corporate center for a while. When did you know that, hey, I don't have to do corporate for the rest of my life? I know I have this vision of lip love, and I have to pursue it. This is my last day working for corporate. How did that go through your mind? That and is, what was the mindset on that? Yeah, that's like, there's a whole story to that. So I've always <laughs> known that I'm an entrepreneur. Like, mm-hmm. I've just always known that about myself. Um, I didn't really know what it would look like. I didn't know what it would translate into. Um, I've had other business ventures. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I started a fashion blog and, like, monetized it when no one was fashion blogging, like, a decade ago, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think um, I've always been very, like, entrepreneurial. And the thing about corporate that really intrigued me was um, I worked at – I mean, and I I really, like, I owe them, I feel like, a lot of credit as Mm -hmm. far as just shaping me and molding me in certain ways. Um, But the agency I worked at, it was very unique. And at the time that I was coming in – um, the 
So the CEO, she is a serial entrepreneur. So she has multiple businesses within a portfolio of Got companies. It. And so you get you can get exposure to so many different types of things like very, very quickly. Okay. Well, um, I started off entry level and, you know, I was okay with that. Like, it's like this is great. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everything's good. Um, and we actually, so we had clients and we were doing like digital marketing or PR those sorts of things. And um, about like a year in, I was still pretty much at the same position. Um, and we started losing accounts. Wow. And so like the the company that I was working within, within the portfolio was like not do like all of a sudden, like not doing well. Mm-hmm. And so um, the CEO actually called a meeting with me. And like at that point, I didn't, we didn't have a relationship. I mean, mm-hmm. by the time I left, like, you know, she was my mentor and all of this. But at that time, like, I was like, what <laughs> is going on? So she calls a meeting with me and she's like, you know, um, we've lost all of these accounts, but I noticed that the accounts that we have kept are accounts where you're doing the digital marketing. Yes. So I need you to tell me, like, if this was your company, like, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And I was like, because your <laughs> accounts are making it, so they want to hear right, what you were doing right. right. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, this is so crazy. Mm-hmm. So um, she pretty much gave me, like, a leapfrog opportunity, and she was like, um, you know, this is your shot, so put a presentation together, um, which I did, and I presented it to her and the two managing directors that were um, in that in the managing director role at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like, okay, great. So what we're going to do, and it wasn't, this wasn't all in like a short span of time. Um, she's like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to fast track you. So, you know, you're going to be able to grow your career and we mm-hmm. want you leading accounts and all of this. Like, what are your career goals and yes. what do you want to do here and all of that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what level do you want to make it to and all of this stuff. So we pretty much mapped a plan um, for me to, to grow my career there. And so it was like a really fast process pretty much after that. So I got, um, I was in like a coordinator type of role where I was coordinating like marketing campaigns and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, doing social media basically. Okay. Um, and then because that is that what digital marketing is? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, like uh-huh. there's other things within that, right. um, and other strategies within that. But for mm-hmm. the most part, like it all touches social media Got or it. a digital space in order to really drive like website traffic back for our clients, which ultimately will get them leads and convert oh. into revenue for them. Okay. So, um, so it's like performance based. Mm-hmm. marketing basically okay um and so she gave me my shot i was like okay um so from there i pretty much was on a gradual like kind of escalation so i went from like a coordinator to a senior manager mm-hmm. and i was like in over my head <laughs> and um i mean in retrospect like at the time i was like oh i can do this you mm-hmm. know but you know there's bumps and bruises along the way and right. you're just learning like how to deal with executives I mean at that level like I hadn't I hadn't you know you might go into a meeting as a part of a team and Mm -hmm. like say two little sentences and that's it so I went from that to like you're leading this account so you're responsible for generating revenue for this client you're leading those accounts yeah yeah so um or being trained to do that and then eventually doing it Mm -hmm. um and so pretty much my career there was like within three years um I was already at a managing director role and it was just like so, I mean, it was so fast. Like in retrospect, it was so fast. Um, and I was being positioned to like lead that company, become the president of that company. And so throughout that time, 
Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> I think so too. Like You're even born when a I, leader. even when I think about it, I'm like, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's just incredible opportunities um, that the CEO gave me, and you know, she just really believed in me, and she saw something in me, and so she you like still connect with her now. I am. It was a little. So whenever I resigned, and this is how I'm kind of building up to your question. Okay. Um, so by the time over that course of time, you know, being there. Um, I would constantly, by the time I was, you know, at that director level, we were having, the CEO and I were having like a standing pretty much monthly dinner. Like mm-hmm. we're going to sit down, we're going to talk about the portfolio, we're going to talk about the companies, you know, talk about talent. Because I was doing everything at that point from like the account management and the strategy and all of that to um, tr- hiring, like interviewing and hiring process mm-hmm. um, to like training. So basically building a team. Right. Um and so we always, the thing kind of like the, um, I think I was always uncomfortable to a certain extent there, but I was just so like, oh my goodness, this is such a good opportunity. Yes, the position. And yeah, like the position. I mean, even, you know, to come from where I come from mm-hmm. and like make a salary, you know, that was already like, oh, my goodness, you know, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, and then as I started to make more money and, like, all this, I'm like, wow, like, this is, like, a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I always had, I was always, I tried to always be open, as open as I could um, with the CEO about just me being an entrepreneur. Right. Um, because I don't, earlier I was talking about how I started doing, like, marketing consulting in college at Wade. So I actually had that business when mm-hmm. I started off entry level at the agency. And I uh-huh. kept that business and those clients until I started to really grow mm-hmm. at the agency. Um, and then I like was like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity to grow in corporate instead of continuing on in this entrepreneurship kind of realm. Mm-hmm. And so um, the CEO was always like, I know you're an entrepreneur. And like that's why you know I think you can lead a company in the portfolio. And it's a safer way kind of to be entrepreneurial. Because it was a very, I mean, we worked from home. Like I was in the office a couple times a week more, especially as I grew. But, you know, it was really flexible that's good. beyond like, you know, calls and meetings and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, I tried to be open with her about like, hey, I'm an entrepreneur at my core. Mm-hmm. And there became a point in time where chasing like, the um the next promotion and like the next title and like the higher salary like that just wasn't enough right um and so i started to suspect that that wasn't enough and i probably should have said something sooner mm-hmm. um but it came down to you know just like we went through another kind of patch in the company where like we lost our entire management team um and then i talked about the chemist that I ended up knowing through the corporate job, right. we worked alongside each other and she ended up resigning. And so there was just all of these things that kind of led to me being like, oh, I don't know if I right. still want to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, there was so much I felt like that was always placed on my shoulders and I wasn't, I didn't feel fulfilled right. within all of that. And so um, I ended up having that conversation with the CEO and um, our CFO actually, um, in last summer so that was in I think July I had launched Lip Love on June 28th and that was July 3rd when I resigned and I gave them six months so um you know there was a lot to transition you know the clients that I worked on Mm -hmm. like they know me for several years Mm -hmm. and 
you know, I mean, there was just a lot. Yeah, I did. I did. So there was just a lot to kind of like unpack. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, like the CEO, she wasn't very happy with me, Mm -hmm. you know, but eventually I think we just came to an understanding that like, you know, every given point in the company for me, I felt like, you know, this is the best decision to make as far as growing and moving forward and continuing on. But it just got to a point where I was like, you know, this isn't for me. And I Mm -hmm. think you asked about that moment. And I think the main, there were like all of these little things. Right. But I found myself like when I'm like prioritizing work Mm -hmm. over, you know, my relationships or, you know, friendships or when I don't, I started to, there were just certain habits and things that I had that I was like, mm, I don't really like who this is turning me into. Right. And it's not anything against the... Do you feel like the, you were turned into a mean girl? Um, I wouldn't call it that. I think I was just very, um, I started growing pr- a lot of pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also just depending on my own strength and self and abilities right um as opposed to being like you know what lord like you brought me this far Mm -hmm. so like you know um and and even like even with the lord like my time with him looked very different you know at that time especially as i continued to grow it was just kind of like okay when i can fit in like reading my word and like when i can fit in Mm -hmm. like you know just taking time to sit in the presence of the lord and like there wasn't a priority and it wasn't a priority Mm -hmm. and there was a time in my life where i'm like that was like my priority, you know? So there were just little things where I was like, you know, I don't like who I'm becoming. Right. And um, and then I also kind of felt like there was, so I talked about how I was doing research actually for the company and I ended up on this tangent and learning about clean beauty. And that's what I found myself doing all the time. Like it mm-hmm. got to a point where I'm like, okay, like I'm supposed to be working on this, but like I'm over here thinking about something else that's like not even related to my corporate job. And I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think what it boiled down to for me was faith. Like in my faith journey, I tend to get very self-sufficient. I think Mm -hmm. there have been times where I just will be very like, okay, I got this. And like, you know, you're it, things kind of are predictable and Mm -hmm. like, you know what to expect and all of that. And I just like, Throughout the whole time that I was getting promoted and all that, the Lord would always tell me, like, when it's time for you to go, like, I'm going to tell you. Because I would always go back to the Lord, like, man, like, I don't know if I want to be here. Like, I don't Mm want to do this. Like, complaining about this. Like, I don't want to. And it's like, it's not time yet, Mm -hmm. not time yet. And then, you know, he told me, like, all right, it's time to take that step. And I was like, okay. And that's what I did, you know. And I didn't have it figured out. Like, I didn't have this plush savings that, you know, I wish I had. Right. Like, there was just, there was a lot that I could have um, that I, I think if I, again, in my own strength, I would have, like, did it differently. Mm-hmm. If I could have been like, okay, like, let me just make sure, like, I can be comfortable and all of this stuff right. when I leave. But um, that wasn't that route. That wasn't, mm-hmm. yeah, that wasn't the way that it was going to go down. So. Yeah. So it was just, it was a really hard process because I feel like I, I came into a lot of who I am at that company. Um, it was hard saying goodbye to like clients that I really liked, that I had worked with, that, you know, they'd seen me grow. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a difficult kind of journey, um, but it was definitely time. Um, and I, I feel like that decision gets validated. Like it has gotten validated so much since That's then. Good. And it wasn't, it was, it just wasn't an easy transition, but Mm -hmm. I think it was definitely necessary. Yeah. I like it. So with you creating Lip Love, was there a time where you just did some meditation and you wrote things down on notebook or was it, you know, certain things that you just put on your phone? How did you get the vision for it? 
So I'm a big believer in like journaling mm-hmm. and notebooks. And and like notebooks. Yes. <laughs> so I um so yeah, I mean a lot of it was that and I actually I I thought it was gonna be a whole other name and all of this and it's like, nope, that's not it, you mm-hmm. know? Um and so it's like, okay, well, let me just get in a space where I'm really open to mm-hmm. receive like what it is that this needs to be mm-hmm. and so I actually ended up fasting um for a month and that gave me so much clarity and throughout that entire time I mean I feel like there was just so much that was being downloaded into me um and I just have all these pages and pages of like yes. things this is how it's gonna oh, be me, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about and it's so crazy. That, so that was yeah that was pretty much the process and then mm-hmm. from there I was like okay like I'm gonna gonna take it one step at a time because that's all you can do so how did you create because i love the packaging oh, of girl it's so cute so i'm just going through your stuff and i was like oh my gosh look at like the little tip the different it's like a purple and then at the bottom is the the gloss i love how you package mm, everything yeah and then the little gold box yeah how did you come up with that? Because I know you did everything yourself. Yeah. What yeah. gave you that mind frame for that? Yeah. Um. Honestly, like I just, I I really like design and like I really mm-hmm. like for things to look a certain way. Like I really like certain aesthetics, and I think um in Wade, I mean Wade College really brought that out in me. Mm-hmm. So um it was just the time like I knew what I was looking for again, mm-hmm. and I was like I know it when I see it. So right. all of the decisions I made about. Di- the packaging or the product or you know the bottle and all of these things mm-hmm. it really just came from I knew I wanted to I wanted it to have a certain aesthetic and I knew was I it like an inspiration to, um no not really mm-hmm. I hate to say that because I feel like <laughs> I feel like um I, I just didn't want it to I didn't want to create something that was already out there Makes you know sense. and I want I really want lip love to be its own category mm-hmm. um and so when I was looking for, like, sourcing all of these things, I just, that's what I had in my mind. Mm-hmm. And it took a while, you know, it, it just took a lot of just looking to see what's out there. And right. even still now, um, so I, I just actually changed the label. Mm-hmm. So it's just always, there's always, like, an evolution. I feel like that just has to happen in business. But um, a lot of it was just knowing what I had kind of in my mind and knowing that I wanted it to have like not even necessarily luxury feel where it's not accessible. It looks so luxury, it does. And and I wanted it to be like accessible though, mm-hmm. you know, like something that doesn't feel like pretentious or something that does. It just feels like it's nice. It feels, it feels nice. Good. It feels mm-hmm. good, but it's not something that's like, oh no, that's not for me, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and even with the price point, that was something that I kind of went back and forth on. You know, I really. It's like it's all these organic oils, which are really expensive, and it's not a watered-down product, but I'm like, I don't want it to have this price point that's not accessible for people Mm -hmm. because ultimately what it boils down to is, like, education about what's in beauty, and then, you know, here are some options. And Lip Love isn't the only brand that's out there, um, but I just really want women to feel good about what it is that they're putting on, Mm -hmm. um, want want them to feel good about the packaging. You know, that was a, a... big reason why I even changed the first label that I had 
Um, so, you know, all of it just really comes from me wanting like a beautifully made, well done product. It's it like a gift. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And also I like that whole notion of, um, cause I have also changed how I mail it, mm-hmm. um, which I'm like, I've changed everything. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I did want it to feel like special, you mm-hmm. know, like when you get it in the mail, I want it to feel special. I don't want to just be like, oh, here's a USPS box and like, just open it up. And, <laughs> like it's in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I really wanted it to feel very special. Um, and so all of those things kind of drove my decision-making process. That's good. So when you was creating the labels and things of that nature, did you draw it out and then send it to someone? Mm-mm. Like, how did you create it? Like, the actual labels? Yeah. So I made them. I actually designed them. Yeah, I actually designed them. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, I'm like, I just, I, I do everything. I try to be as resourceful as possible. Um, and I really love design. I do. Like, I really, I really love graphic design. Um, but yeah, everything, I just, I did it. And I just like, I'm in figured awe, it y'all. out. Y'all can see me. I'm in awe. <laughs> so do you just buy a huge quantity of, what am I trying to say, clear bottles? And then from there, you just make your labels? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl, yeah, and I actually so now I'm upgrading y'all. So now <laughs> I have, I'm in process of getting the um, labels actually where they're printed on there, just to mm-hmm. you know kind of make the process of um, product development more efficient. Mm-hmm. But you know, starting out, and that's the thing about like starting. I think you you might ask me this, but just starting any business, I think it's just about being resourceful. Like you're yeah. not gonna, ha- it's not gonna be exactly what you have in mind probably like right when you launch it's always going to iterate if if mm-hmm. it's not iterating or evolving like what's the point you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so um so i really just i i started out just with a starting point you know i knew i wanted a certain color scheme like with the gold and mm-hmm. even the logo um when i was creating that i was like i knew i wanted to be a certain way i knew i wanted certain colors um the actual L's and the Lip Love logo, it looks like a it's face. So mm-hmm. um, and the heart is like the lips, you mm-hmm. know? So I I just had these certain things in mind, um, but I was just trying to be resourceful with everything. Mm-hmm. So with the labels and getting even the actual packaging, like the actual bottles and all of that, I was just like, I really had something in mind, look for it, you know, make sure that the supplier can provide for me the quantities that I need them to. Um, and then go from there, you know, mm-hmm. and even still now at this stage, like, cause I'm in a totally different point from the very beginning, mm-hmm. I'm evaluating suppliers and like, do I need to find other options? Um, the bottle. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't stop. Labels. That's always, gonna, mm-hmm. that's always going and evolving, um, for me because I, I just, I want to deliver really strong experience with the product. Um, and when I first started out, like, I mean, I didn't invest like a whole huge ton of money into it so it's very much just like okay let me figure out what's gonna have the most impact and mm-hmm. you know something that stands out and then it's just always asking, evolving not to interrupt you but when you said the money part if you don't mind me asking with creating your own product what was the amount that you invested in yourself invested into the uh-huh. actual product development right if you don't mind <laughs> it's up to you it's up to you i'll tell you it's okay um, so it was probably around 2000, um, myself and most of it went into actual product development. Cause I would think, and this is just me. And also too, I didn't know what I was doing really. <laughs> so okay. like, as I was, so 
for example, the process of like finding suppliers for the actual raw ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like it's very important to me. They're here local in the U.S. Um, you know, that they're not so certain places they might have, you know, oh, we have all these products and they're stored in these distribution centers or warehouses or whatever. And that warehouse might have exposure to this, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's um, what was there was something um like pine nuts or something (laughs) it was something random Mm -hmm. um where this supplier was like we have you know some of our products could have exposure to this and some people Mm -hmm. have allergies to that you know so you're just basically like looking for okay what's gonna because you don't want people like using your stuff and breaking out you know so um I really spent I feel like especially in the beginning on just the raw ingredients because first of all I thought that I was going to have certain things in it that didn't end up being in it right and then second of all, all of the oils are organic. And so they do have a little bit of a higher price point than mm-hmm. just a regular basic type of product. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's where I spent most of it. Okay. And then um, I did spend a little bit on like the actual packaging and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, but even, I mean, everything on the marketing side, the website, all of that stuff, other than just, like, the monthly fee to, you know, keep the website up and all of that. Like, Mm -hmm. I did the website. I didn't hire people to do all the things. And so I I tried to save where I could. And then I just, you know. You got all the resources. (laughs) You are the resource. I appreciate that. It doesn't always feel that way. It really doesn't. What did you say earlier? I said, what is there on your team? You said, "Um, yeah, I do everything. (laughs) Like, and I I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's crazy, though, because I feel like everything has worked together up to this point. Like, um, even doing websites, like, I didn't really, and I'm not going to say, like, I'm this great web designer and I can put all this code in there because I'm not. I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm no, like, basic um, coding, but... um, Everything up to my po- up to my up to this point in my career, my education, and just my journey in general has mm-hmm. led me here. I feel like, and that's why I was like, I am living like the dream I want to live. Yeah. Because I like when it. I think about like previously, like all the different stages of me, um, all of those pieces, it's like um, it's like I was in this process of okay, like here's you know, like insecurities fear like leave that here Mm -hmm. you know but pick up like these skill sets pick up confidence like in all these different areas or or moments in Mm -hmm. life um and so when it came to even launching lip love and having had um the consulting business previously like i there was i made a lot of mistakes with that and you know there was just i didn't know what i was doing and Mm -hmm. i thought i knew what i was doing (laughs) Um, and so even with lip love, you know, there were just things I wanted to do differently. And there was just a certain spirit that I wanted to kind of, um, carry over into the brand. And, um, and then I also just wanted to be really resourceful because I wasn't in a situation where, you know, I could put, like, I've heard of brands that like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars that they put into their brand to start. And they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, we paid a website designer $5,000. And I'm like, I don't, I can't. That's why this I is not where I am, it. you know, yeah. but, um, but yeah, it was mostly, mostly everything went into the ingredients and the actual packaging of the product mm-hmm. um, and then the colorants and all of that stuff. So just wanted to create a, a product that performs and like does what it needs to do. Okay. Do you have maybe a mentor in the industry? So I don't 
I would really? love one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I there are a lot of. I feel like right now there are a lot of um, beauty brands that are doing really amazing things. They are. Um, like Melissa Butler with the lip bar. She is like, I just I really like her story, mm-hmm. um, and I just really like how she is. I mean, I don't know how she is in person and in real mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. Um, but I was gonna say like how she is on social media. Yeah. Um, because um, just how she presents herself, how she presents the brand. And mm-hmm. I mean, she's doing major things. Um, but yeah, I don't have like an industry mm-hmm. mentor, which hopefully anyone out there listening. Okay. <laughs> mentee over here. She has a lot to bring. So you're not just teaching her from nothing. She has a lot going on. All right. And so um, I want to get to a part talking about, you know, your high moments mm-hmm. with uh, lip love okay go ahead okay well um I mean I've just been able to work I've and just partner with like some incredible women and I think that's definitely been something that has been like makes it all worth it mm-hmm. um so I've done like a couple of beauty boxes which those are like I'm like yay you know because it's a starting to scale a yay. little bit um, I've been able it's to exposure too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I've been able to partner with just women here locally for events. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Allison's event, you saw yes. me on the panel panel there. Um, and then Jeanette King, who with Fearless Millennial, um, I've done mm-hmm. a couple of her events, and she's just like such an inspiration um, and like a connector of women. I feel like and and women of faith, and mm-hmm. and those experiences have been incredible. Um, I think the main highs, though, honestly, like this year, because I officially like ended my corporate situation that was in December. Year? In December, oh, yeah, well, congrats, thanks. <laughs> so I, yeah, I resigned in the summer, and then I transitioned for six months. Yeah. So um, that was like I felt during that transition period. I was very much, I feel like, kind of on two sides so mm-hmm. like you know I'm doing still corporate work and all of that and you know it's just like this whole there's a communication plan for like telling the team and mm-hmm. telling the clients and there's just all of these different things going on and then at the same time I'm like okay well like now I'm about to be doing lip love full time so um, just kind of preparing for that mentally and mm-hmm. um, just taking the steps to continue to build and grow that but this year I mean I've sold more lip love than I did since launch um, and then we're beautiful. like barely in March so I'm just really excited about the momentum um and I just know that like I I believe truly in my heart that my faith to leave the situation the corporate situation um really activated something Mm -hmm. um for this business and so I'm just excited to see where the rest of the year goes um excited other other things kind of going on in the background we'll have to do like a follow-up on those we will because (laughs) I want to see like you mentioned we're only the third month and now you've got a full week in yeah. March. <laughs> and you said that you've grown so much. Yeah, yeah. I think I've, that's amazing. Congrats. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's incredible. I was looking at um I was looking at the numbers and I was kinda like, Am I looking at this Because <laughs> it doesn't like this year I've just been like, Okay, like just go and like reach out to people and do all the things, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I hadn't really noticed 
I mean, I'd noticed the sales, but I hadn't really just noticed, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, and just taking the time to be like, oh, wow, like it's come a long way. Now, granted, when I first launched, it was a really slow start. Like, it's not like I was like, okay, website's live. And then it's like all these sales coming. <laughs> it did not happen. It's like, website's live, crickets. Like, <laughs> like, be like you, that. Know, you know, but, um, but yeah, so it's, I think we're picking up some, some good traction. So I'm excited to just see where it goes. Gotcha. All right. So let's talk about one of your low moments and how you overcame it to continue to do your passion. Because, you know, this is something that came to you. You envisioned it. You're here. You're doing amazing. So when that low happened to you, how did you overcome it so you can continue to pursue your passion? That's a really good question. So I think the the low for me, actually prior to the brand launching, um, I had been working on the formula Mm-hmm. And it was not going the way I expected. <laughs> and I was just like, this is not fun. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, stressed out. Like, I'm not sleeping. It's not working. Um, and at that point, I had what I felt was, you know, a really strong base. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand just the dynamic of the colorants. And so um, it was just, a, I mean, it was like weeks of just me trying to figure out, like, I'm like, why isn't this working? <laughs> like, why don't the colors look a certain way? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I just got to a point where I was like, you know what? Like, I just, it was like, I don't know, really late or early in the morning, however you want to look at it. And I was <laughs> like, you know what? Like, I'm just, I can't, I'm not doing any more of this. Like, I just need to go to bed. Um, so I ended up going to bed. And but before I went to sleep, I like prayed and I'm like, Lord, yeah. like you told me to do this. Like right. it was it wasn't one of those cute prayers that's mm-hmm. like, thank you, Lord. Like, yeah, you bless me. And I just it was a like, conversation. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Lord, like, listen, you told me to do mm-hmm. this. Like, this is your business. Like you gave me the name. Like you told me about this. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about this. Right. I was working in corporate. Like I'm, I'm fine. You mm-hmm. know, I could continue like just doing what I'm doing, you know? And so, um, so I had that moment with the Lord and then I just, I I went to sleep and I woke up Mm -hmm. with the understanding of how to move forward. And, um, and that was the moment also, it was like a low because I felt like giving up and I was really close to giving up. Mm -hmm. Then it turned into a high because I woke up, developed the formula and then I threw all my lipstick away. So, um, so that next morning, yeah, yeah, it was literally, it was literally like right then and, and, it wasn't a low in the sense of like, it wasn't a low in the sense of like, oh my gosh, like I'm so, because I felt like I still had cushion at that point. Like mm-hmm. I hadn't resigned from my job. Like at this point, I'm just like, okay, like I'm gonna do it, but mm-hmm. like, <laughs> <laughs> I still have a salary over here. Right. Like it's cushion, it's nice, safety. you safety know? Net. But um, but yeah, and then I, as far as like lows after lunch, I mean there have I, there's just been a lot I feel like of ups and downs, and mm-hmm. not in necessarily in a bad way, but just in a you know it didn't go the way I expected. Right. And the thing about expectations though, I'm learning to like release my expectations about situations, especially in business, um, because a lot of times like we think okay this should go this way, mm-hmm. so. You know, I expect that, like, I'm going to launch. Everything's going to be great. Like, people are going to come to my website. They're going to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. My friends and fam- friends, quote, unquote, and family are going <laughs> to support me, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, everyone's going to be so happy because Lip Love has arrived. Right. And that's just not what happened, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and even going through the process of, like, figuring out my business model. 
um, figuring out, you know, how to reach out to retailers, like figuring out events. You know, I planned um, a holiday party, and that's kind of a, a post-launch. It wasn't a low, but it didn't go the way I expected because right. um, there was just a lot. Like I had shipments that didn't arrive on time. Mm-hmm. I had stuff that, like, was supposed to be there. So I'm literally, like the day of my event, it's pouring down rain. It's like just chaos. Mm -hmm. And so that didn't really go the way I expected. But in retrospect, like that event was a foundation and a launching pad for so many strong connections and just so many like opportunities and things that, I mean, the week literally like that following week after my event, I had um, a girl reached out to me and she was like, hey, like I'm coming to Dallas and I'm hosting an event there. And I saw like I have a contact who was at your holiday party, which, mind you, there were not a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Like there was like 10 of us, mm-hmm. you know, like it's pouring rain. Like right. everyone's at the house. People are texting me like, sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and she was like, yeah, like I knew someone that was at your event. I saw her in her stories that you know, she's posting and like, I would love for you to come to my event and like be a vendor. Um, And so, and so that month in December, I ended up having all these like other events Mm -hmm. and I hadn't done lip love events, you know, up to that point. And so Mm -hmm. there's just a lot where I'm like, you know, even when there's a low or things don't go the way I expect, I try to just, I'm trying to get better about just releasing it, like Mm -hmm. releasing my expectations and releasing like, oh, this has to be this way and that way, you know, or oh, man, it didn't go the way I planned, so now I'm going to have an attitude all day, you know, because <laughs> you can't do that, you, can't do that, you know, just yeah. release it and let it go because everything is working together, right. you know, ultimately. So. There's a reason for everything. Yeah. All right. And so I have this part in my podcast where I was talking to you earlier. You know, I feel people can talk about their business all day because I feel like that's them. That's what, you know, it's normal. It's natural. With you having this type of platform, what was something that someone gave you that was absolutely for free? And when you look back at it, whatever that they gave you, if it was type of resource, advice, or if it was a class that you maybe had took back then, that took your business to the next level that didn't cost you a dime. So with that question, do you mean it like directly, like for lip love? Or for do you mean love. it like... For lip love. Indirectly. For lip love. Because the part B about it is that I want you to also give the person who wants to create a product, someone who maybe wants to be an entrepreneur one day, what free advice can you give them? Because they may be going through a hurdle. Mm -hmm. Some people may not have, like you mentioned, that $2,000 to get them started. Some people may not have those type of resources to help them get started. But of course, like any type of word of advice or anything from somebody that's in the shoes where they want to be can help them. So anything that was given to you and what can you give the next person? Um, so I think, I'm trying to think of like free things that were given to me. <laughs> Cause I know you did everything yourself. <laughs> But no, there are definitely, and I don't want to be like, oh, like, I'm self-made and this and that. (laughs) Like, I hate when people say that because no, like, no Mm -hmm. one's really truly, I mean, you might be like, you're the person that, you know, you made it or whatever, but there's always kind of people around you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, like, overall, just support and, like, being there for me. So 
I have a cousin, um, her name is China, and she is like, she's really like a sister to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you she, only child? I'm not an only child, okay. no. So, but I don't have any sisters. Right. <laughs> so, okay. so it, it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is somebody who has been there for me, like, whether it's like, we're going to pray, whether it's like, I'm speaking life and blessings over you and your business, That's whether true. it's, you know, trying the product, giving me feedback, mm-hmm. um, you know, those initial like orders and things like that. You know, she has just always been there. And I think a lot of times, especially as an entrepreneur, like, yeah, you want advice or you want people to tell you like, oh, do it like this or do it like that. But the reality is, is like sometimes you just need support. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just need somebody to listen yeah. Sometimes you just need someone to be like, hey, like, let's meet up. We'll go to happy hour and, like, talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. or let's pray, you know, or girl, you just, it's going to be all right. You know, yeah. calm down, mm-hmm. like, you know, to kind of talk talk you off of the ledge. And she's been somebody who's been there for me, like, throughout my corporate career and just all of the ups and downs of that. And that was not an easy, I mean, it was it was great and it was a lot of growth, but it just wasn't an easy situation. Mm-hmm. Um I felt like I was just stretched and pulled and all of in all of these different directions and definitely out of my comfort zone. Right. Um, and she's always been someone that's been there for me. And then as far as lip lip love goes, you know, just being a supporter, like in word and in deed. So mm-hmm. not just like, oh yeah, girl, go, girl, go. Right. You know, but like she was in my first photo shoot and, you know, she bought lip love, you mm-hmm. know, she told people about it. Mm-hmm. You know, she's always promoting it and t- yeah. and, you know, making sure that her friend circle and group knows about it and so um so yeah I mean that was super valuable to me um as far as like tips or insights um I have a friend Jeanette who she has a business but she's also like just a really savvy marketer and she does consulting and stuff like that and I had reached out to her Mm -hmm. the start of this year I had an opportunity with a retailer who, like, a very large retailer. And they told me, basically, you know, you have to grow your following. Like, you have to grow your social media presence. Um, and just, you know, you have to kind of bring an audience with you mm-hmm. in order for us to move forward. And so I called her because I come from digital marketing, but in a ve- in, for, like, major corporations, right. not necessarily, like, small businesses. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she, I was like, hey, Jeanette, like, I know that, like, you know about social media as from to the extent of how to find my target market on social media. Yeah. Because um, that's what I feel like was really the missing link. And I was finding them, but it just, like, wasn't happening fast enough. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, okay, like, I have some resources and some insights that she normally charges her clients for. Mm-hmm. I was like, just if I could just have 15 minutes on the phone with you. Um, and she did that. Like, it was like a Tuesday night. She was like, okay, like, this is everything you need to know. And just gave me a little snapshot. And I mean, I got real results from that. And so, and I really appreciated that because I was like, she didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. One, she could have been like, oh, well, that's going to be a such and such dollar fee. That's true. And she didn't, you Mm -hmm. know? And so, um, those are probably two times two people in kind of situations where I feel like I was given something that was extremely valuable and Mm -hmm. it just took them like taking the time and just, you know, being there for me in that moment Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, girl, you figure it out. Right. You you do you. You're doing your thing. (laughs) Right. I'm going to do mine. That was really good. Shout out to cousin and friend. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And um, what is something that you can provide 
someone else, you know. Of course, I want my audience to be already entrepreneurs, already artists and things of that nature. But for people that's trying to be in those people's shoes, what type of advice do you provide for them? Um, I would say definitely, um, one, like, keep the faith in the vision that you have been given. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to be Instagrammable. Right. It's not always going to be cute, mm-hmm. you know, but just keep the faith in the vision. And then secondly, like, protect the vision mm-hmm. because um, it's just um, – I think anybody that has an idea or a vision or a dream to do something, like, you have that for a reason. Right. And it's not just to be like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll get around to it, or maybe today I feel like it, so I'm going to work on it. Um, so, you know, in that way, protect the vision and really be, like, on a mission, you mm-hmm. know, for what it is that you've been called to do. And then also protect the vision because, like, not everybody is for you. And that's, that's true. It's okay, you know. It's it's just the fact and it's just the reality. Like, not everybody is for you. And we've, I think, in our society have come to a place that's really weird because, you know, with social media and everything, like, it just, there's no boundaries or barriers. Like, nothing is sacred, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything is just, like, open, open <laughs> you know. And I'm yes. just, like, you know, everything is put on blast. And if you're not doing something on social media or if you're not, if you didn't post about it, like, it didn't happen, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just, like, in the early stages of business, in the ugly stages, in the parts where, like, you're failing over and over, like, those are the things that you don't see. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that kind of happen behind the scenes. And so a lot of times when you're starting something, it can feel like, man, well, gosh, like I'm coming up against all this adversity or all these circumstances, so I must not, this must not be what I need to be doing or like Mm -hmm. this must not be the path I need to be on. And it's not necessarily that. It's just that people aren't publicizing, like broadcasting, oh, you know, I failed today. Like this is what that looked like, Like, me on the struggle bus. Millions of dollars with Weight Watchers. Right, right, right. (laughs) It's not easy. It's not. And so, um, so yeah, that's kind of like the advice. And then, you know, just being resourceful, I think is really, really important. Like there's not a need to spend money on everything. Yes, you should invest in things that Mm -hmm. make sense for your business. And if you don't have a skill set, sometimes it's better to just invest in that as opposed to trying to do it yourself. But, you know, that's not always the case. So Mm -hmm. it's just kind of weighing the options and being like, you know, if I if you're not like a design person or a marketing type of person and you that is stressing you out, like Mm -hmm. get some help. You know, that's okay to get help. You shouldn't feel like, oh, I have to do everything, you know. But if you have certain skills and gifts and talents, like apply those to your business, too. So just be resourceful and like do what you need to do to protect the vision at all costs. And that means executing, too. That doesn't mean just, you know, oh, like, one day I'm going to do this. Or, like, (laughs) oh, I want to make it, you know. But then, like, you got to put in that work every day. And and that's the part (laughs) right there. It's always going to be a dream. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not going to be reality. All right. Thank you. That was really good advice. What are some upcoming things you got going on for Lip Love, your marketing, all this good stuff you got going on? What's next? Oh, yes. There is. I feel like there's just so much. <laughs> um, there's so much I want to do with Lip Love and I'm working on some new products. Okay. Um, I'm working on like a multi-purpose kind of product. So like a, <laughs> yeah, Give us like a, a lip to cheek, possibly oh. like a 
lip to cheek to eye possibly. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to work on that and just figure that out. Okay. Um, I'm also working on a, a little girls slash teen. I don't really know the age range yet, but mm-hmm. it's going to be like a younger um, line, <laughs> like, like a line for, for girls and teens. So, and that's just really about, you know, like it extends to them too, especially now. Like you, I mean, girls wear like lip gloss or whatever it is. Let's keep but, them innocent. But let's, <laughs> let's just have, and, and, and that's a, a big part of it too, because so I have a niece and I don't, I don't, know that the line will go this young um but i have a niece who's three mm-hmm. and you know she wears a little like a little chapstick or something but she loves it and she yeah. just like wants to put it on That's too cute. you know and you have these um a lot of girls even when their parents let them you know when they're a little bit older wear makeup or lip products it always is like these colors Mm -hmm. that are like and i'm like that's too much you look too grown (laughs) you look grown (laughs) so i really want to do um a line of products for little girls that's very, you know, just natural looking mm-hmm. because the thing about lip love is it really moisturizes and hydrates, it keeps your lips the way they yes. need to be, you know? So it's more than just about like, oh, I'm putting this on so I can be like, have this lip color just popping. Mm-hmm. And there's an education piece to it too. And so I just really want to find ways to tell that story, you know, beyond just what the current line is. And then, um, more events and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to have a year, one year type of situation to okay. celebrate, um, to celebrate lip love. And it's, it's most likely going to be like an invitation type of intimate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so working on that and hopefully other things, yes. um, I can't go into a whole lot of detail about, That's but okay. ho- hopefully being in stores and. Um, growing the retail presence mm-hmm. and other partnerships with beauty boxes and things like that. Okay. So, yeah, just a lot. I love <laughs> it. So, last time I seen you, well, before this farmer's market, mm-hmm. market uh, run up, we chatted about your different colors. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned, I'm not sure if you remember this, I remember because I was excited. I was like, she's going to tell me about it. <laughs> You were actually going to do like a little event for people to create their colors. Yes. Yes. I did I never that. got my invite. So, <laughs> so that was an option at my holiday party that mm-hmm. I had in December. Um, and that's something that I'm working on just always replicating at Lip Love mm-hmm. events. So being able to have, I just like very hands-on types of things. So even if I'm like a vendor at an event, you mm-hmm. know, I'll have like, samples and you can come swatch and like see the colors um and then the the color kind of development thing which is also now available on the website so you can like tell me kind of inspiration for color and all of that and then i'll do a custom color so that is on the website and then um in-person events i try to replicate that experience so that way people can it's just interactive Mm -hmm. um the biggest thing with lip love with the packaging with the custom color development with anything is just creating an experience, you know, mm-hmm. that that sparks conversation and mm-hmm. just gets people talking about, you know, what it's made of and gets people talking about just the different color options and all of that. Um, I try to recreate that. So mm-hmm. um, definitely the one-year party, you're going to be there. So <laughs> we'll have that opportunity there as well. Great. Okay. 
where can we find you? You know, website. Let's talk about your handler so we can keep up with you. <laughs> yes, I'm. Um, everything is Shop Lip Love. So, mm-hmm. um, website is shopliplove.com, mm-hmm. and then Instagram is Shop Lip Love. That is my only social right now. That's mm-hmm. like all I can take right now. Let me ask you this, because I'm going through the struggle. Would you ever get a Twitter? That's a hard question. It's so complex because there's so much to Twitter. Like Twitter, I feel like I really like Twitter. I Mm -hmm. just think it's hard to start a Twitter account now. You know, like if you've kind of been around, then it's better. But Twitter is... It's just hard, I feel like, to start now. But that's not to say that there's not a place for it. Because Mm -hmm. I actually, there was a time that I was, like, always on Twitter, (laughs) you know? Like, there's just so much depth to it, you know? But um, I'm a big believer, especially for social media, is, like, just don't try to do the most. Especially Mm -hmm. having a business, like, find the one that's going to work best for your business and focus on that, you know, one or two. Um, So... I'm trying to grow Lip Love Social and bring in YouTube and mm-hmm. those sorts of things. But I think it's just don't spread yourself too thin. Yeah, but, you I know, agree. for certain businesses, like, Twitter can be great, especially when you're expressing an opinion or a point of view mm-hmm. um, and, like, sparking conversation and trying to create community True. around conversation and, like, topics. Um, I think Twitter is where to go. I believe it. Okay. All right. You you might have opened up my eyes, you know, <laughs> thinking about Twitter. <laughs> All right. So it's this, um, my favorite part is motivational moments. It may be a Bible verse that I may have came across, a quote that somebody may have said or that I read about, just something that motivated me and hopefully it motivates others. So this is the one which I really feel it coincides with our whole conversation today. It says, don't leave this earth pleasing everyone but God. When I first read this particular quote, and this, I don't know who it's by, but it was on somebody's social media. They just posted it. I feel like a lot of days, and this is just period presently, people want to please people. We never say, thank you, God, or thank you for, you know, giving me this, or thank you for this, this, and that. It's like, oh, okay, God gave me this. I'm about to run with it, but never go back and say, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. Um, this past Sunday, I was watching a sermon because I did not make it to church, but I still watched it. It was basically saying, you know, God had a lot of ideas, and that's the reason why we get ideas. So we got to go back and appreciate that because if it wasn't for God having ideas, we wouldn't have it. And so when I read this, I was like, hmm, y'all better, y'all, y'all say stay woke. Y'all better understand. <laughs> y'all better understand that, you know, a lot of things that we do nowadays and a lot of the, you know, the success that we do receive, it's not because that's what we did. It's something that God did and gave to us. Mm-hmm. So when you, when I, you know, read that a while ago, what were you thinking? What were your, some of your thoughts on that? I mean, that's a word. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a whole a word. word. I, yeah, I mean, I I definitely, I think, have struggled with that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's um, human nature is, it is a funny thing. I think mm-hmm. human nature is very much like, external things and things that we can see and feel mm-hmm. um and like faith like you can't see that you right. know um and so i think 
with that being said, though, it kind of was like I had a moment where I'm like, wow, like, what if every day, like, mm-hmm. everybody was so focused on their mission for the Lord? Like, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what would that look like in society? Like, right. what would that look like as far as people really reaching their purpose and their full potential? Exactly. And not just getting caught up in the rat race of, like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to go to work. I'm going to go to work to get a check, come home, mm-hmm. watch TV or do whatever, go back to lay down, go mm-hmm. back to work the next day, start all over. you know, and start all over again. And I think um, that whole, like, just being the type of person I think that pleases the Lord is mm-hmm. not even necessarily saying that, like, oh, you're this great person and, like, you've accomplished all these things because that's what people focus on. People mm-hmm. focus on, like, oh, okay, well, what you look like, what you got on, mm-hmm. what have you accomplished, what's your resume, mm-hmm. you know, what are all these things that you've done? And I think being a person that pleases God, you're very much, like, you have to become so humble, like, mm-hmm. even to just approach him you know and you have to make yourself so like it's not even about you Mm, you know what I'm saying at that point you know and it's it's so much about him and about the mission because I think everybody has something specifically that like they were created to do and if you think about like God being a creator Mm -hmm. and us having that same spirit in us that means like we have like we're creative you Mm -hmm. know and we can we can speak things into existence yes, and like our, our thoughts and our words and all of these things have power mm-hmm. and we have power mm-hmm. if we choose to walk in that spirit. And so um, it just, I don't know, I just had a moment of like, wow, like it's time to be about that mission, mm-hmm. you know? And um, it's easy to get sidetracked it is. by like circumstances or like, oh, this didn't go the way I expect mm-hmm. or like, oh, this was hard or what are people going to think, mm-hmm. you know, or are they going to like it, you know, but it's just not, it's really not even about any of that. And mm-hmm. that, those were all the things that were kind of running through my mind. And I was like, man, I need to get on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's more work to be done. Yes. Building like things that are going to last and not mm-hmm. just like, oh, I need to get on it in the sense of I need to go make more money or like I need to go have these things, but really like working on those things that are going to last forever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know, just walking in the spirit that even pleases the Lord. Like, True. you know, and, and there's just so much. This is a word, and I, I will just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you appreciated that. All right, well, ladies and gents, this wraps up episode six with Latrice Love. Y'all make sure y'all go visit her at Lip Love social media and website y'all buy some product leave her some reviews let her know how you feel about the product and just keep her just keep updates with her and you know see figure out what she got going on other than that we're going to wrap up i want to thank wolf nation for allowing me to record today in their studio pretty amazing thank you guys so much other than that thank you for a wonderful genuine conversation try not to be an interview i just like to be genuine, keep the positive vibes, and I hope you felt like that today. Definitely. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much. What's Good Podcast. Hey, guys. For more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account, b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at What's Good Podcast. 
Uh, make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me too. Also see, and I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.